0: So I learned social media and how to master my time, and then the magic really started happening. If you are looking to create connections and own your time management skills, then this is the place for you. Let's do it. What is up, ladies? It's Kelly Hoover, and I have a very special guest with me today. I am super excited about this episode. I No, I am going to learn a ton. I know you are going to be learning a ton and this is episode 80. Today we're going to be learning all about validation, internal validation from someone who is not only close to me, like physically close to me. We live in the same neighborhood. Our kids play on the same soccer team. In fact, Miss Leah Marone is my daughter, my younger daughter's soccer coach, which I love, and she is absolutely incredible. And today you're in for such a treat. We're going to be talking about validation and why that is important to you as a mom, as a professional, as a parent, as a friend, as a woman building a business online. So I want to take a special moment to introduce Leah. Leah is a psychotherapist, corporate wellness consultant, and a writer you guys she is amazing and specializes in anxiety, depression, grief and sports psychology. Leah completed her masters in Austin, Texas and had the opportunity to grow professionally in Australia and the UK, which is incredible, right? How fun is that? She also sought out corporations. She also sought out corporations to work with executives and teams on preventing burnout and improving communication and work-life balance, which I can tell you, I personally have seen this play out in Leah's life, and she's living proof that yes, you can have this. Leah also played Division I basketball and currently enjoys coaching her daughter's soccer teams, hiking, gardening, and blogging. So welcome, Leah, to Bless Mama Bosses Podcast. We're so excited to have you today.
1: Oh, thank you so much. I'm excited to be just on the show, and I just I hear this community is amazing. So thanks for having me.
0: Yes, oh my gosh, they're so incredible and love to learn about this. And what's so cool about this, ladies, is that we have never dove in Unblessed Mama Boss's podcast to, to this topic. You know, a lot of you guys are out there, you're building a business, you may be working a nine to five and building a business in between, you may be building your network marketing business or your direct sales business full time. But most of you guys are managing multiple things. You're managing business, you're managing family, you're managing your own mental health, right? And we all know that being a woman, being a mom, being in business, and specifically what a lot of you guys do, it is 100% just as much of a mental game. It's sort of like sports, Leah, right? It's like a mental game more than a physical game. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to dive in today and I'm so excited to learn more from Leah. So Leah, the very first question that I have for you is we talk often about validation and we talk about, you know, validating and why it is so important. So that's the first thing I want to know. Like, what is validation and why is it so important?
1: Sure, sure. And you, by the way, just did an awesome job validating, I think, all your listeners by... Bringing up the facts and making it aware of all the roles they juggle and what they do. So that right there is a perfect example of validation right there. So there you go, Kelly. Bravo. Yay.
0: Um,
1: and I guess I first just want to, I mean, the definition of validation in general is just you're in tune and you're recognizing and you're picking up on how someone may feel, what they're experiencing and where their thought process is. So it requires a lot of patience, it requires a lot of empathy, it requires you to show up, right, and keep your ego in check, right, and not immediately giving that advice or immediately like, oh, yeah, that happened to me at this time, right? So validating is really all about showing up and being present creating that space. And I want to hone in first on just external validation, which I think we're very familiar with, which we probably, everyone listening here, is very good at given all the roles that you juggle for the most part. And so validation or external validation involves another person. It's these external factors, okay? And what it doesn't mean is when you're conversing with someone, it doesn't mean immediately agreeing. It doesn't mean giving that advice or jumping in and making it about you or immediately relating and verbalizing that. I think the biggest thing I work with several couples in my practice and the biggest thing I find when they're kind of in the middle of session is someone will share a thought, someone will share a feeling or just, you know, their viewpoint about something that might be going, you know, not wrong in the relationship, but that's a difficult hurdle. And the first thing that tends to come up from their partner is a defensive response or, uh, no, that's not right. I don't do this rather than taking that pause, taking that breath and trying to understand where that person is coming from. And again, that doesn't mean that they have to completely surrender and agree. That means that they have to relate and really try to understand what that person is saying. So I think that's the biggest misconception about validating, right? And so it does, it requires a high level of EQ, emotional intelligence, We have to be aware. We have to have our ego in check. And when we talk about internal validation, and I know that's really what we want to hone in on today, which is we all need practice with this, is that's how we're talking to ourselves. That's how we are staying connected to where we're at, where our limits are, where we need to set our boundaries, how we're doing, where our expectations are, like all of that and being in check with that, especially with all of the roles that you have to, to juggle is so important. Not only is it important just for your mental health and sustaining, but it's so important to prevent burnout, right? And so how we're talking to ourselves, what we're saying to ourselves, it matters, and how we validate. Um, And some of the biggest things I think that you can do just in the meantime of validating is those check-ins. I mean, if, if you're anything like me, I have to take a moment and be like, okay, Leah, are you going through the motions? Are you flying by the seat of your pants? Are you truly showing up and actually experiencing what you're doing as you're transitioning from all the roles during the day? And if you're not, and if you're not checking in and just taking that breath and validating where you're at, even if it's a stereotypical emotion that's negative that you're feeling, it's okay. Like we don't have practice doing that. We're so good at doing that with each other, but not ourselves.
0: Oh my gosh. That is so true. And I... I just was taking some notes because I've already learned a lot. I will tell you personally, I exactly what you said. When someone says there's, you know, they're they're describing something in their life that's happening. I immediately try to relate and try to sympathize and make them feel like they're not alone by giving them an example of something (laughs) that I have been through. And I'm like, I know that about myself. And I'm like, why do I do that? But in my head, I, I justify it saying, well, I'm just trying to make them feel like what they're going through, it's okay. They're not alone. I'm being sympathetic, but it's really not the best thing to do, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It, it really, I think if you think about when it, when someone has the floor, when someone is communicating, when you're creating that space for someone- your main goal, and this is so hard for us as humans, so don't get me wrong, but one of your main goal is to really tap into what they are actually trying to say. And if you have no idea, the one of the best things to do is going back to the basics and paraphrasing. So for example, when someone is saying something, be like, Okay, this is what I heard, and you share with them what you heard, or you may say something to the effect of, Well, tell me more about that, or okay, so what are you exactly experiencing? or you know, when did you see this start happening? Like those types of follow-up questions to where you're being curious and you want them to share more and feel more, and you're almost like structuring it for them so they can process is amazing. Like you are being an incredible validator. You're being an incredible listener. And guess what? If the relationship is is balanced and it's a meaningful relationship, they're most likely going to do the same for you. And that's what I think overall, that's what we want in relationships is we want that give and take. We want certain people that we can go beneath the surface with, and that requires that validation and that presence.
0: Oh my gosh. You guys, I hope that you are taking notes. Um, I know I am. And if you're a leader, which if you have one person within your organization, you are a leader and this specifically can go for people who are leading a team. We call it a lot, Leah, volunteer armies, because in network marketing, you know, you are, you are building your own paycheck, right? And I love the questions I wrote down, this is what I heard, and repeating it back, and then tell me more about that. You guys, as you're leading people and you're trying to uncover, you know, how to motivate and how to really help them such good questions to ask. So I know I'm going to put that when I am coaching because I think those are amazing questions. So, oh, so much good stuff already. So now I want to like dive in a little bit more. How can validation really help us show up on a deeper level, especially as the women listening, they're professionals, they're parents, they're certainly friends, not only friends within the community, but friends to other people. So how can validation really help us, you know, show up that way?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great question. And so, again, it's almost like I just want to give you an image too of just a balloon. Like, I share this a lot with teens I work with, but it works so well for adults. Like, just picture a balloon in your belly and picture, you know, anytime something happens, you, you know, you didn't get that call back, your, something happened with your kid and you can't make that meeting, you know, you're juggling all these things. Anytime something goes somewhat wrong or not as planned, or even it's just a hard conversation, air fills up your balloon just a little bit right? And so we're constantly being filled with air throughout the day. If we are not mindful, if we are not validating ourselves and the people closest to us and being present, that balloon is going to continue filling and filling with air. If we don't have our coping techniques in check, if we don't have ways to release it, guess what? Your balloon gets too full and guess what? It's going to pop, right? And I'm sure we've all been there where we're like, oh my God, it take one thing where maybe we you know, spill something in the kitchen as we're rushing to our next Zoom meeting and we flip out. And it's like, it was that final little burst of air, right? And so if we think about that, the best thing too, and I'm going to kind of go back to the external validation here, the best way to keep yourself afloat and in check, especially with all the roles that you're juggling, is knowing that validation really requires that um, mentality and that framework of supporting and not solving. So when you're dealing with your colleagues, your employees, your family, your children, your anyone, your friends... You come from the methodology of supporting them and not directly solving or giving direct advice. So again, it kind of goes back to that validation is not the same as agreeing, challenging right away, or giving that advice. Validating is supporting, asking those questions where people take ownership of what they're going through and their process. As a boss, I mean, some of the best leaders—you guys know this—some of the best leaders are the ones that can empower, are the ones that can fuel their employees and help them grow and and just become better and better and better. It's not like, oh, do this, follow these steps, and you know, you'll be fine. Everybody comes from different backgrounds. Everybody works a bit differently. So, keeping that mentality in mind, especially even with your children not swooping in and solving everything under the sun. Our kids have to experience natural consequences. Our kids have to experience and go through these processes of, wow, what should I do here? What are my options? Rather than mom swooping in and solving everything. So that right there is a way that you're validating people's abilities, your belief in them, and you're also setting yourself up to create healthy boundaries and to not burn out because you are taking ownership of things that, aren't necessarily yours.
0: Oh my gosh, that is so powerful. And especially in this industry, there are so many people, and Leah, I have found myself personally in this situation. I know Blair has, and so many people, so many of our listeners, where you really, truly want to solve other people's problems, even in their business. Like, I see what is going wrong. But I love the idea. I wrote down support and not solve. I wrote that down and I keep this whole list of sticky notes. You guys, I'm going to have to post this on our stories the day that this podcast airs. And you guys see all the sticky notes that I have of these these reminders and I will tell you, support not solve, will be going on a sticky note <laughs> as a reminder, because it is so true, is how can you support? So I love that. So how can we really increase our self-awareness and practice that self-validation? I mean, what are specific tips that mm-hmm. you have for us, Leah?
1: I think too, and just this this can be individualized to just how you function, how you work. But one big theme that I see, especially working with women Um, is, you know, we have a lot of pressure as women, just in general, like it's just from a society perspective, from a mother, like we just, we have a lot of it. And it's, it's really hard to kind of (laughs) navigate where we want to, you know, embrace that pressure and where, what we want to weed out. The biggest thing too, I think is like, just down to the basics of how we wear our hair, what we put on, how we present ourselves, what posts we make, how we respond, just taking the time in those certain instances to check in and say, who am I doing this for? What expectations do I have? And am I setting myself up for sabotage? Because let me fill you in on a little secret. When we're interacting with someone and when we're talking with someone, we immediately, our ego comes into play. And sometimes, you know, our negative self-talk peaks up, perks up, and it says, they're probably thinking this about me. They probably don't think I'm good enough. Oh my God, they probably don't like my shirt. Why did I wear that? I need to make sure that I sound smart. I need to do that. We have this inner monologue that's just chewing at us, right? And so what we need to do is take a step back. And I want everyone to remember that everyone that you are engaging with, every person under the sun has an ego, Okay. And we all are trying to manage it and we are all in our own heads. So even right now, if I have this internal monologue of like, Oh God, everybody's probably thinking I'm not saying the right thing. Kelly's probably, you know, looking at this, 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 all of you guys are in your heads too. You guys are thinking, how is this applicable to my life? What am I going to do? How am I going to do this? Everyone is filtering their own thoughts. Nobody is that focused on you. So kind of going through the day, remembering that nobody is judging you as harshly or even a fraction of as harshly as you're judging yourself, right? And the other point is that give yourself even a fraction too of the grace that you give other people, right? We are so quick to give other people grace, to give people the benefit of the doubt, but we don't practice that ourselves. So those are two just abstract examples and just a framework to apply, you know, to your life and how that works. More like some more concrete examples are I love the idea of bookends. And what I mean by that is really making sure that in the morning you have your AM bookend that is yours, What this does, this can mean, this can be a number of things. This could be, you know, some exercise, some sort of exercise. This could be some sort of breath. This could be having your coffee in peace. This could be listening to something that energizes you, but something in the morning, whether it's five minutes, whether it's an hour, that's yours, right? That's your AM bookend. So you're not immediately turning over, picking up your phone, scrolling through social media and your emails, and you're off and running. That's not a great way to start your day. Okay. Something for you before you get going. In the PM, again, something that closes your day, something that you can be present with, whether you know it's, again, having that tea, whether it's checking in with your partner, whether that's going for a walk, something that you can be present with that rids you of distraction and multitasking. Another option, too, that I love in the framework I've worked with a lot of people, especially throughout COVID, if I had to take a guess, I'm going to guess that a lot of you are pretty type A have a lot of expectations for yourself and are high achievers, which is wonderful, but comes with, sometimes you're more prone to that anxiety and you're more prone to that burnout. So something I would love to share with you, and I need to come up with a better word or a better phrase, but this is what I got right now. It's called your care circles. And so really all it it is, and I'm gonna just give examples of mine. I have three different circles or three different categories that I really adopted over COVID. And one of them was just my physical health. And so what I did in one of my bubbles for my physical health is I made a list of about five or six things. And this could be as, you know, going for a, you know, five mile run, stretching, yoga, going for a walk. There was a variety of things that I could do physically, but every day I needed to do something physical because that's just part of my, my medication, if you will. And so what it does though, is it gives you that permission. It gives you that opportunity though, to validate and check in with yourself. Sometimes your body might not be up for a five mile run. Sometimes your body may be screaming at you in spots and you need to stretch and you need to be mindful of that. And so giving yourself that structure and that freedom to, you know, kind of fluctuate between different things that's going to be the best for you to honor yourself during that time. Another care bubble might be something to do with your professional life. I know mine was my physical health, my connection with friends, and just how am I going to stay connected with people during this time? It could be as simple as a text. It could be, let's set up a Zoom call. It could be, let me get a neighbor and let's, let's walk. So something in that area. And then my last one was just presence work. And that was kind of my meditation, you know, different things along those lines, whether I want to be present with what I'm eating. So you can do you and finding those bubbles, finding those care circles that are going to keep you structured, keep you focused, but also encourage that self-check-in and that self-validation. I think those are, we don't do that enough. We we're like, okay, I'm going to start Monday. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do all these things. And guess what? It doesn't work. It doesn't work. And then we feel defeated and that, you know negative self-talk, it's there again.
0: There it is. It always, it comes back, right? Um, (laughs) I love those examples. And it's so funny that you talk about bookends because we have had several episodes about morning routine and um, time blocking and just time management and really pouring into yourself so that you can show up for the people in your life, professionally and personally. And so that is definitely a theme here at Blessed Mama Bosses. And, um, you know, a morning routine, I, it doesn't matter what time of morning I need to get up. I will always be up before my family so that I can serve myself first. And um, it really has become a priority over the last few years. And I know a lot of women listening they're either doing that or they are trying to do that. So I love the fact that you said, start off with five minutes. It doesn't have to be an hour. It doesn't have to be 30 minutes. It can be something simple, five minutes and being consistent. And the end, you know, the book end in the evening, I think sometimes for, for people is a little bit more challenging because you look through your day and, you know, you think I've got A, B, and C to do. And then by the end of it, you're either worn out or you're just done. And you just it's really not as important. So I'm going to challenge you ladies listening to, you know, to to share what your your bookends are, we would love to know that inside the community. And I think it's just so incredibly important. So Leah, I know that these ladies are going to want to connect with you more. And so if they are looking to hang out with Leah more, where can they find you?
1: Yeah, well, full disclosure, and Kelly knows this about me. I'm kind of like a 90 year old when it comes to social media. Um, I'm sure there's several 90 year olds that are better than me with this. Which there we go. Negative Uh self talk. I just did it. I need to, you know, clear that up. But I will say you can find me on my website, which is just leahmarone.com, and I just have you know all the things that I have going. And just send me an email. That's leah at leahmarone.com. I'm also on LinkedIn just Leah Marone. And I have an Instagram page, but not super active on that. So website's probably the best bet.
0: (laughs) Awesome, you guys. And we'll link all of that in the show notes. And I know Leah had something also special for you guys um, that you can find in the show notes, just a free PDF. Leah, will you just share a little bit about that so everybody will know when they click on the link and grab it?
1: Yeah. So it's just a it's just a daily check-in. So what this will do is it's a way to just check in with yourself and practice that internal validation and just notice where you're at. And again, it's okay if some of the mornings or some of the check-ins, you're like, yeah, I'm not feeling something super great. Don't be scared of it. And don't feel like you have to fix it right away. It's just first that acknowledgement. So I I have that for everyone um, to use if you'd like. And like I said, you can find me on my website and I periodically will run women's groups or set up individual sessions if you'd like more.
0: Awesome. Thank you so much. This was such a treat. And I will tell you, I learned so much. Um, I just am so grateful and I can't wait to apply these things in my everyday life. So thanks for being on you guys. And if you found this episode helpful or applying anything, we would love for you to leave a five-star rating and review this episode. Choose episode 80. This is episode 80. So choose episode 80 and just give Leah a shout out if there was anything that stood out to you and definitely connect with Leah more. We will see you guys on the next episode. Have a great day and make it a great day for others. We hope you enjoyed this episode and want to hang out with us more. Join us inside our Facebook community. You can find us at www.BlessedMamaBossesGroup.com. We'll see you inside.